Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are trading higher this morning, putting aside a lackluster performance by blue chips on Wall Street overnight. Sydney is up nearly three quarters of a percent. Tokyo and Seoul are trading half a percent higher. Here at home, Gunting Singapore is making news while meme stocks are dominating U.S. headlines. To discuss all this and more, joining me this Thursday morning. How you doing, Ryan Huang? Hey, Michelle, happy Thursday. And to you. Let's start this morning with the stories of two locally listed companies. One is a contender to open a major new project. The other is trying to sell off assets. Both firms are household names. So the first is Gunting Singapore. It is vying to open a new integrated resort in the Japanese port city of Yokohama. The second is Singtel. It's looking into the sale of communication towers, satellites, data centers, and more. Let's start with Gunting. Ryan, what do we know about its bid to expand to Japan? Yeah, so this is a very coveted license in Japan, one of three. So in Yokohama, which is the second largest city in Japan, uh, they have now narrowed it down to a two-horse race, Gunting Singapore and Melco Resorts and Entertainment. So why do you expect that these two would be the eventual last two standing. Mm -hmm. So this is looking quite promising because now Gunting has another market it could expand into if all goes to plan and they win the eventual RFP, the request for proposal. So what's in store now is for them to impress the Japanese authorities. All right. What are analysts saying though about Gunting Singapore's move and do they expect it to be positive for the company's share price? It is going to be positive, so much so that main bank Kim Eng has upgraded its call on Gunting Singapore to buy from previously hold. And it's also raising its target price to $1.16 from previously $0.86. Cents. So this is all assuming uh, on the assumption that Gunting's joint venture with Semi, Sega Semi Holdings, which is a company that owns a stake in a South Korean resort. So a couple of big players there with the Gunting joint venture. Uh, so that's on the assumption they will win. So they think if they win, this will add $1.8 billion or around $0.30 cents per share to Gunting's earnings. So that is really raising optimism around the outlook for Gunting. This is not the first time Gunting Singapore has eyed operations in Japan. Last year, it withdrew a bid to open an IR in Osaka. Gunting Singapore's shares closed up 1.2% yesterday in heavy trading. Let's see how it's doing right now. 88 cents, up 1.16%. Let's turn to Singtel. We talked last week about its plans to unlock value by selling off assets. Now, Moody's has issued a report saying that could lead to special dividend payments. Other analysts, they aren't so sure. So what's the latest here? Yeah, a couple of, I guess, mixed opinions here. Mm. Of course, this brings to mind what happened back in 2017 Mm -hmm. when Singtel sold off or divested Netlink MBN Trust. So that, of course, brought in a lot of money. And what Singtel did with the $2.3 billion in proceeds, they paid out $500 million in special dividends. So this is around $0.03 cents per share. So the thinking here is, if Singtel does live up to or keep to its promise of divesting its infrastructure assets, unlocking the value, we are potentially seeing it repeat. That scenario of um, proceeds coming in and Singtel paying out. But the thinking up behind the 
camp, which thinks maybe not, maybe no special dividend this time around, is how Singtel may want to keep some of that cash to position itself for the future. And this is around how there are some comments coming through from um, the management from Singtel saying, this is not just about divesting, it's about exploring options to unlock latent value and drive growth. So potentially looking to use the money for those purposes. So that may be one reason that could be something to keep in mind if you want to look out for special dividends. And there are others saying that Singtel wants to create multi-local digital ecosystems in key ASEAN markets. And so um, this could, could affect how we view the selling of assets like satellites and towers and other critical infrastructure. All right. In the U.S. overnight, meme stocks dominated headlines. We talked about AMC Entertainment on this very show yesterday and how its CEO is embracing the meme trade and raising funds for future investments. That move appears to be paying off, at least in the short term. The share price of AMC Entertainment nearly doubled overnight. So tell us more about how AMC's uh, CEO, Adam Aaron, is encouraging retail investors. Yeah, maybe part of that rally was because it's giving out free popcorn. It's part of an Investor Connect program, so (laughs) embracing its base of retail investors. So you can imagine who they might be, those reading Reddit, the millennials, the younger crowd. So free popcorn to drive up some excitement. And maybe it's quite strategic because maybe free popcorn does drive in or bring in the business to the cinemas, which in turn could drive up business. So maybe a bit strategic there. Also, what's going to be free is exclusive movie screenings for stockholders. So really rewarding uh, whoever's owning the AMC stock right now. And we are talking about the AMC stock up around 2,800% so far Gosh. this year. That makes it a market cap of $28.2 billion. That is bigger than Viacom, CBS, bigger than Kellogg, and even bigger than GameStop, and of course, bigger than many other companies. And this is, of course, a cinema business which has been struggling in the past year with no clear path in the days ahead yeah. you know, with COVID-19 still um, quite uh, clouding the outlook. So for a cinema business, it's doing quite well. It's not trading like a company. It's trading like a token, really. But I guess it shows the power of understanding your base, your audience, and realizing that free popcorn might really make a lot of them very happy and stick with you. Yesterday, we talked about how AMC raised money in a private sale to an investment company called Mudrick Capital. Mudrick, you'll remember, promptly turned around and sold those shares in the open market. So do you think partners at Mudrick are now wishing that waited at least a day before they sold, Ryan. I think this is something that every investor goes through. I should have held on to it a bit more longer. Remorse the day after. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, if you make a profit, it's a profit, right? What more do you want? Uh, well, no. Of course, you could, on hindsight, more it's 2020. More. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I think, just as good that you made a profit and didn't make a loss. So what my uh, capital did was, of course, miss out on a big payday. <laughs> I believe uh, estimates have it as more than $300 million if they could have held on a bit longer. But of course, with how AMC trades, it's very tough to call. It could have also swung the other way. And then they could have looked very smart at the end of the day. But uh, with things the way they are, I think they should be quite happy with how they managed to make quite a bit of uh, money anyway.
Yeah, depends on how you look at that glass, of course. Um, happy with what you made or... No you know, free popcorn for them. Sit and think about missing out on more than $300 million they missed because of that AMC rally that happened in After Hours Trade. All right, while AMC Entertainment shares skyrocketed overnight, it actually is not the hottest meme stock, at least not by one key metric. And that is a metric that could indicate where retail investors are going to next. Are you paying attention? I am talking about social media chatter. So by this count, which company is the hottest right now? Well, it might surprise you. It's Bed Bath & Beyond. What's going on? It's a uh, retailer uh, that, like the name suggests, sells all things you need for the bedroom, for the bathroom, and things around the house. It is... Um, getting quite a bit of attention. And if you look at one of the indicators which tracks the social media chatter, the volume of that chatter is up by more than 2,000% on compared to the average in the past 30 days. So what, this is what's happening in Reddit. On social media, people are just talking up the stock. And that helped the stock price up mm-hmm. 62%. So not as high as AMC, of course. And talking about AMC, the chatter, the social media volume, for AMC was up just 264% compared to the 2,000% that Big Buff and Beyond had. And third in place, I believe, is BlackBerry, which was looking at its mentions up by 1,500%. Okay, or the second in place is BlackBerry, 1,500%. That's a lot. So Bed Bath & Beyond had a big day, uh, appeared to arise from comments from its CEO, Mark Triton. Who knows whether he'll be offering free towels to to his investors as well. Next up, Ryan, I know you have a young one at home, so are you familiar with the Baby Shark song? Oh, no, not again. (laughs) This may not technically count as a meme stock, but I'm going to put it in the same category. And that is because Elon Musk is tweeting about it. And of course, that's moved markets. Samsung Publishing Company is one of the biggest shareholders of the song's producer. And it should be smiling now. What's the latest here? And will you sing a bit of it for us? (laughs) Uh, I'll think about it. But what happened was Elon Musk tweeted in response to a meme, a South Park meme around about memes, a meme about memes. So he replied that Baby Shark crushes all, more views than humans. So he's saying Baby Shark is the biggest meme of them all, essentially. Mm. So that sent his supporters and followers to buy up something related to Baby Shark, which is the studio behind it. And like you pointed out, it is um, Samsung Publishing. Uh, no relation to the actual Samsung group. Uh, uh. It's just sharing the name. So it saw its stock price up by more than 10% at one stage before closing of gains of 6.3%. Baby Shark became a YouTube sensation in 2018 and it's been viewed nearly 8.7 billion times and it's even made it to the Billboard Hot 100 chart. In other news, Singapore says it will allow private companies to administer doses of China's Sinovac COVID-19 vaccine. This follows a decision by the WHO to give Sinovac the green light for emergency usage. Some sectors of the business community are now cheering this decision. Tell us more. Yeah, so Sinovac, of course, is what China is um, using. So this makes it easier for anyone trying to get into China access to China. So with a Sinovac vaccine um, jab, Mm -hmm. this is likely to make it easier to get clearance, approvals to enter China. So this is good for business travelers 
or for whatever reason you need to go to China. So that is good news for this group of people. So the Sinovac vaccine getting a green light, it is um, being welcomed by many frequent travelers to China. Right. There's several items to cover in the world of tech. And for this, we go to our game of Up or Down. Ryan, are you ready? Let's go. Apple? Oh, Apple. I would say it's an up. And that's because Mm. it is saying its App Store did really well, Mm -hmm. so much so that um, the goods, buildings and advertising all tied into the Apple App Store rose 24% to $643 billion. So it's App Store doing well. So I would say it's an up. I love it when we uh, disagree on this show because what happens after the show is Ryan and me arm wrestle Mm -hmm. to see who wins. So I'd say down. Several leaders from its self-driving car unit, Apple, have apparently left the company in recent months. This according to a Bloomberg report. Apple is said to be banking on self-driving cars as an area of future growth. Next up, Microsoft. All right. I would say it's an up for me because... Mm. For the longest time, now we finally have a new edition of Windows coming up. And the code name for it is Sun Valley. We don't really have a lot of details, but it's supposed to be an improvement in the aesthetics front. So rounder, buttons, and that reminds me of the Apple iOS actually. But that is uh, what we'll be looking out for come, I believe, June 24th. So is that up or down for you? It'll be an up for me because okay. it's going to raise some excitement um, among the, the Windows crowd. I think the next generation of Windows uh, happening later this month, apparently it's going to be unveiled, would be an up for Microsoft as well. Windows, after all, accounts for 14% of Microsoft's total revenue. Next up, Tesla. Right, Tesla. I'm going to go with up. And that's because it's in the news mm-hmm. for potentially opening a restaurant. So Elon Musk has filed a patent for his Tesla logo under the category for food industry. So who knows what's in store? Maybe a drive-through with Teslas. Uh, you could see some new innovations on this front. All right, we're disagreeing here. I say down because Tesla's global market share dropped by nearly two-thirds to just 11% in April. Tesla shares are down about 10% over the past month. Yeah, we're not getting along, Michelle. No, this is serious. I'm going to roll up my sleeves for arm wrestling. Dogecoin. Right, Dogecoin is an up for me. And this because it is set to make its debut on Coinbase, one of the biggest exchanges. Um, so yeah. it has seen its price, of course, go up mm. more than 25% to $54 billion, making it the sixth largest cryptocurrency right now. Do you remember the days when we would laugh about it and I wonder whether it was it called Doggy Coin or Dogecoin? <laughs> Uh, if only. <laughs> all right. Uh, it can't all be bad news for Elon Musk. The self-proclaimed father of Dogecoin should be happy about the token's most recent performance. Dogecoin jumped 25% overnight on news that it will soon be listed on Coinbase. Yeah. Dogecoin currently trading around 41 US cents per token. Now, in Asian markets today, investors will have their eyes on two data points, both due out within the hour, so keep it tuned here. Australia releases its April retail sales numbers at 9.30am, uh, and about 15 minutes later, Chai Sin Market will publish a purchasing managers index for China. That's going to give insight into the services sector there. Here at home, it's currently 21 minutes into the local trading day, 9.21 on the clock. The STI fell 0.8% yesterday to 31.61. How is the blue chip index trading this morning? Yeah, I am looking at the STI right now. Mm. It's up by 0.4%, 
3,174. So making back some of those um, losses of 0.8% yesterday, and we were talking about Genting, and interestingly, we started the opening minutes in the green. I believe it was up by 1.2% at that point just a few minutes ago. Now it's down by 0.6%. So maybe some profit-taking there. We'll see how it pans out for the rest of the day. And if we look at what's happening on the STI in terms of the 30 stocks, we've got just five in the red. Gunting, of course, one of them. Right at the bottom, Yang Zhijiang shipbuilding down by 0.7%. And looking at the other end of the table, you've got Wilmer International up 1%. And Taibev in second up 0.7%. And yesterday, all three banks were in the red, led by DBS with a loss of point. Uh, 5%. So right now, looking at all three banks, they are in the green. And right at the top, OCBC up 0.7%. Thank you very much, Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. You're with us here on Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.